Hi, this is Jeffrey Aaron, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Well, this edition will continue our study and reporting, I guess exclusive in the world right now, of cargo network services in USA, which is, in our opinion, being systematically taken down by IATA, as the top executive at that organization now has uh, decided to resign as president, Mike White. Uh, the top executive at IATA has stepped down, will step down in January, uh, Glenn Hughes. And elsewhere in Geneva and other places, uh, IATA seems to be taking down its cargo commitment as we move forward. Now, this is the signal, not the noise. The direct information that we have talking to people in the business, and we want to share that with you. We're also going to talk about our friend Tulsi Merchandani. This June, this lady in Chennai passed a great milestone. It's 50 years in the business. Uh, terrific story. She's the uh, managing director of Blue Dart uh, Airlines over there, cargo airline. And uh, we also have some up-to-date, well, Back to life feature here that will include some talking about things going on that we see. And also we have an exclusive report from Hollywood. So welcome to today's Flying Talkers. It's good to be with you again. Flying Talkers 2020 is brought to you by the people of ATC, simply the best GSSA in the transportation business. ATC today delivers the global airline cargo business the fastest growing, most respected general service and sales organization in the world. ATC Can Do Difference creates for all ideal situations designed by people working together to win. To discover what ATC can bring to your business anywhere in the world, contact HQ at ATC-Aviation.com or take a look and reach out at www.ATC-Aviation.com or you can call at 490-6969-80530. ATC, one world one global air cargo GSSA. When it comes to air cargo, the International Air Transport Association, IATA, seems to be adapting a bunker mentality in 2020 as top management and other key personnel connected to air cargo there are retiring in droves. Glenn Hughes, IATA head of cargo, departs IATA in January, and Mike White, president of IATA Cargo Network Services, CNS, much beloved in this country, will depart by year's end. Add to that the diminishing number of support staff at IATA in Geneva, 
for cargo, including maybe all the team at CNS in Miami. Some in air cargo may feel like those six characters looking for an author, the Luigi Pirandello family of industry people that were left incomplete by an author who can't finish the work for which we were conceived. As you read it, that previously announced CNS partnership conference for next year to be held Miami, April 25, 27, 2021, is still on, but with COVID-19 an issue, don't hold your breath. Somebody said something very prolific to us the other day. You know, you get promises, you're told things are going to happen, and all of those things that are said are conditional on COVID-19, which means, in fact, it's trying to like, like trying to uh, nail, nail jello to the wall. You simply can't depend on anything anybody's saying because one month later or one week later, they're going to come back and say something else. The times we live in, I suppose. But nevertheless, that's the facts. So the partnership is still on, but don't hold your breath. Long term, we hear there are no plans to merge CNS Partnership Conference into IATA World Cargo Symposium, which was something we were thinking about, but we hear that's not going to happen. But again, don't hold your breath. But with Mike White and his staff gone after December 31st, CNS, which is supposedly the middle ground between airline and forwarder, is left to disappear as a semi-freestanding entity into IATA, an airline-driven trade organization. Meantime, IATA is scrambling to get its story straight and should be ready to clarify all of this sometime before the end of the year. Plausible explanation, a plausible alternative dialogue, I think is what people call that. CNS is a brilliant opportunity for transportation. Always thought it's a long-sought and hard-fought medium where for the past 30-plus years, the voice of the forwarder could be heard face-to-face with the airlines. Right now is the challenge of the business. Today and tomorrow have never been greater. CNS should be a vital force in not only bringing people together, but also driving the best and the brightest among us to think collectively toward the future. CNS has an opportunity here, despite all the bad news swirling around in 2020 to do some good. And it should be a separate entity as far as possible, being put into IATA and held, handled by a couple of people down here in the United States or one way or another as an adjunct to something else they're doing, taking away Mike White, the great advocate. I mean, he retired. He voluntarily decided to go do something else. And uh, who can blame him? He's carrying that thing around on his shoulders. All of us in logistics have been cooped up for eight months, nine months, and we need each other to exchange thoughts and ideas. And I'm sure that when Mike's gone, he'll still be around to try to keep his hand in one way or another. He's that kind of guy. The traditions and methodology to achieve the partnership goals and aspiration may be blunted for some time yet to come. We wait deliverance from COVID-19. CNN, CNS, that's always been supported by the airline and forward community, needs to be there for us now. That's the question supported these organizations for years and years and years and now it's sort of hitting the fan as they say so where the hell are they where are they they've they're, they're organizations of the air cargo and the airline business and it's time for them to stand up stand up and be heard stand up and show us some leadership 
I expect under the circumstances that IOTA World Cargo Symposium and CNS Partnership will not take place in 2021. Let's call it like it is, alongside a slew of other canceled or delayed events worldwide. No doubt some new thinking is in order, but with no CNS president and no IOTA head of cargo after December 31st, although I guess Glenn's there for a few, few more weeks in January, where does that leave us? Perhaps CNS President Mike White and the CNS board might organize a Zoom conference to update the industry as to what to, ex- to expect next. I mean, he's going to be there for a couple more months. Why not do a Zoom for the industry while allowing for a question and answer interface from airlines and forwarders everywhere? Why not publicize it for, say, before Thanksgiving in late November or something and do it for for a half hour and tell people exactly what you're doing? Never mind a press release or, you know, a couple of gotcha headlines here and there, the alternative uh, a dialogue of a gambit. Let's talk to people. Let's have people talk to us and let's talk back to them and get the story straight. I can only wonder, as somebody who's been there since CNS began, where's CNS pioneer Tony Calabrese, the man who built the brand, serving as president for 15 years and retired quite a while ago? I wonder if he's able to pick up the sword and get CNS going again. I mean, if they'd even let him do it if he was willing. Anybody know where Tony is these days? One very concerned individual in all of this is Air Forwarder President Brandon Freed. In fact, we also spoke to Jenny Latham Frigger, uh, who's the VP Sales and Marketing of Emotrans Logistics, who serves as a member of the AFA board, because they have some thoughts, and here's what they said. This is what Brandon said. Air Forwarder Association considers all local, national, and global industry conferences critically important to the air cargo industry. Each event has its specific value in providing more education, networking, and promotion of our industry. Some events offer more benefits than others, but all continue to evolve in the quality of content provided. The CNS Partnership Conference, Brandon said, has been a noteworthy event since its inception and Air Forwarders Association members have participated in all of them. As customers of international airlines, the forwarder partnership and agenda is more important than ever in meeting shipper expectations and providing quality service. While we have no first-hand knowledge of IATA's plans for CNS and its partnership conference, Brandon said, He assures we are ready and willing to work with them to ensure the best event to serve the vibrant and continually evolving industry which we represent. While during this time of global challenge and change within IATA and CNS, the Air Forwarders Association reminds all that adversity frequently opens new opportunities for those willing to embrace change. Brandon said, let's work together to provide the best path forward for our members. We like Brandon as he builds a pathway to the future with a new step every day. We also like what American Airlines cargo president Jessica Tyler said. She said, IATA and CNS are critical to our industry and the role we play in the world. But guess what? These organizations are made up of incredibly talented people. If something happens that shakes up these entities or how they are organized or led, we, the talented people of this great industry, we will find a way. Because we always do. 
We as this industry and all the people in it and all the people in these governing bodies will figure it out. We as all of us, and we can do it. Well, there's no shortage of opinions about CNS pulling way back in USA. Some industry people are busy trying to save their failing enterprises. Obviously, as COVID-19 isolates and divides us, and even think that maybe if they just work at their businesses, CNS might sort itself out. There may be a valuation issue, huh? There's no shortage of opinions about CNS pulling way back in USA. Some industry people are busy trying to save their failing enterprises. So COVID-19 has isolated and divided us. And you think to yourself, well, maybe CNS will just work out their shortcomings and get themselves together and be there for us. I worry, a forwarder source who asked not to be identified told me, if they have it in their hearts to take CNS down, and I scream that they're giant jerks, it will only make them want to do it more. The underlying issue at IATA is they do not necessarily recognize our value. That's a word from a freight forwarder. But somebody with a voice, a board member at uh, uh, Air Forwarders Association, the shipper, out where the rubber meets the road, moving cargo all over the world, pandemic or otherwise, is Jenny Frigger. And she's Vice President Sales and Marketing at Emotrans, a company that's been implementing customized global logistics solutions for over 50 years. Okay, they have 250 offices in 120 countries. They've been a supporter, Emotrans, an active partner of CNS since it was an idea. I can recall seeing the chairman, Joe Frigger, sitting on panels in the very early years, the days of Dick Malkin and Tony Calabrese, when they had forwarders and airlines on a stage, they'd sit there and talk about things, didn't always get along, didn't always march around in lockstep, but it was active, it was electric, and it was advancing our business. But here's a great example of a privately held company with a robust infrastructure of a multinational leader. This is what Jenny said. The role of the indirect carriers, IAC and shipper, is mandated by TSA. But that's not the only reason we're important. As long as we have the critical role in serving the first and last mile of the shipping process, binding together supply chain as a whole, we feel it's critical that we maintain as much infrastructure as possible, thinking not only of demand right now, but also the days ahead when the current crisis subsides, Jenny Frigger said. And the board member of AFA, she continued saying, it's both sad and unsettling to see such important infrastructure go away, especially now during COVID-19. Emotrans and most forward-thinking businesses are now planning for what will happen next when this is over and what will be the fastest way to ramp back up. We are eager to have the networking and ongoing communication that CNS and when possible its annual partnership conference can provide. 
CNS provides a place for all of us to go to network and learn important things, including greater cooperation working together to build the industry. Right now, that experience in whatever form it takes, driven by CNS leadership, is more important than ever. The concerns that drove the formation of CNS in the first place more than 30 years ago certainly haven't gone away and they remain top priorities in 2020, Jenny Frigger declared. So that's our report. So what do you think about it? Might be time to get on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and let your thoughts be known about these things. Pass along this recording to some other people you might know. They might want to think about it as well. We're at a crucial time in the air cargo business. We need the organizations that have been there for us and that we've supported for years and years and years to continue to be there for us, and especially right now. We, don't, we know about all the dissolution going on around us. The last thing we need is to our leaderships to be gone. So I hope to hear from you. And as they often say, the future is in your hands. Make the best of it. We certainly want to help. This is Jeffrey Arendt. As we mentioned at the top, this June just passed at the height of the pandemic lockdown in India. There was a quiet celebration in the Chennai-based Blue Dart Aviation family, which is part of DHL e-commerce solutions, as they celebrated their 24th anniversary on June 17th. Managing Director Tulsi Mershendani crossed another milestone, and she's got the news that I celebrated my 50th year this June in the airline industry. It's been a host of deeply fulfilled experiences these years in various functions, she says. It's often been challenging, but I've learned a lot and enjoyed great camaraderie with industry colleagues, she said. This pioneer, as we spoke to her in this in-house interview. Tulsi is half engineer. She followed her two engineer brothers, but quit three years later after graduating. She then joined Japan Airlines in Calcutta and later moved to Mumbai. She was with Air France Cargo in Bangalore and even worked in Delhi and Chennai. The airline jobs were intended to fund further studies, she smiles, but she fell in love with aviation. That is where she is now. In between, she took an MBA degree in international aviation from Concordia University in Montreal. As you might guess, it's seven o'clock in the morning in New York City on Monday. Tulsi's an advocate for women. She's an advocate, an avid advocate of education, and she finds time to take a summer course during her annual holidays. That's what she does to relax. I find it rejuvenating, she said. It's important to be this activity to be part of one's professional arsenal and makeup, and I would highly recommend it to every woman 
who wishes to challenge herself and explore her full potential. She was part of the Blue Dart team that created aviation history in India in 1996 when India's first domestic cargo airline was set up. Blue Dart was first. No wonder she believes that nothing has brought the importance of air cargo to the fore more acutely than the present COVID-19 pandemic. Air cargo remains a strong underplayed revenue contributor, Tulsi said. Blue Dart has been the forefront of transporting tons of essential cargo to keep the critical supply chain functioning and helping the nation of India to fight the coronavirus pandemic. Domestic flights apart, Blue Dart's planes flew on the Kolkata, Jiangzhou, China, and Kolkata route, being critical to PPE and COVID-19-related medical supplies. The carrier's freighters touched Dhaka and Dhaka-Kolkata route even as they flew on the Delhi-Guangzhou-China-Delhi-Kolkata-Guangzhou-China-Kolkata routes throughout the month of April when it began and also beyond throughout this year. Air cargo, Tulsi said, has often been the sole mode of transportation for relief material during any emergency response situation. The visibility of this vital role has been greatly enhanced because of the extensive grounding of passenger airlines during the COVID pandemic. Pandemic unified elements of the aviation industry to respond to an unprecedented crisis with the transportation of relief material on freighters and even carrying cargo in seats. Well, that we all know, huh? The proven reliability, reliability of air cargo certainly bodes well for the future of the business. Air freight has proved a true lifeline in these critical times. Blue Dart was a part of the government of India's Lifeline Yudan initiative and contributed its efforts to the national endeavor in transporting essential goods and medical equipment Blue Dart operated close to 2,800 flight cycles, uplifting 40,000 tons of cargo, of which 1,000 tons, roughly speaking, were international charters carrying urgent medical supplies and COVID-19 relief material from China uh, uh, to Dhaka and Yangon and Hanoi during the pandemic. And the long materials we transported within India and overseas were medical and pharmaceutical supplies, including ventilators, PPEs, testing kits, regents, enzymes, respirators, surgical masks, goggles, and gloves. With a large number of clinical trials underway to create a potential vaccine candidate for COVID-19, an influx of business is seen and we expect this only to grow once we've a successful vaccine. Pharmaceuticals and life science products require stringent handling and transport conditions to combat any risk of loss of potency or efficacy. Handling and transporting vaccines brings in another dimension to supply chain logistics, temperature control. Having a well-oiled system providing clients with a seamless TCL service for shipping vaccines from first mile to last mile delivery would definitely help cope with the need for effective deliveries of the vaccine. However, the sheer volume envisaged could pose a huge transportation challenge in meeting urgent demand. Well, we've heard that before. Tulsi also said a coordinated, well-planned delivery system would help save lives. Well, we're on that board for that one, sure. The infrastructure and resources critical to the pharmaceutical supply chain will have to be more adaptive, lean, and agile in the foreseeable future, Tulsi said. At Blue Dart, we've developed a range of superior 
temperature-controlled solutions that provide our clients an extensive and reliable express distribution, dry ice supplies, including free top-up replenishments, real-time shipment status information, the entire nine yards, regulatory clearance, validation services, and project management. Not just that, Tulsi said, our packaging is constructed from recyclable, environmentally friendly, and cost-effective material. This lady gets it down. Blue Dart's temperature-controlled logistics offers situations and solutions from packaging to transportation, from direct distribution of supplies to clinical trial services to ensure our clients receive their critical shipments within a committed transport time. Okay, that's great. And we're prepared to handle an increasing volume of vaccines. That's important. One hand, she says it might be tough because, let's face it, will be a crushing amount of vaccine that has to get to people that are going to want it overnight. But she also said, look, we're prepared to handle it. And it's a role we've assumed with great fervor, especially over the past couple of months. We're also awaiting the guidelines from the International Air Cargo Association and TIACA, Pharma Aero, and Developing for Air Cargo Industry procedures to enable optimal transportation of the COVID-19 vaccines. Taking these guidelines into account, our blue darters will be trained and equipped to handle the vaccine. Well, Blue Dart Aviation readied its international operation in under a month during the pandemic, she said. Gearing up for international operations meant mandatory avionics upgrades, including installations of flight management computers, multimoded GPS receivers, and ADS speed transponders. It's a tribute to our entire team who worked under the severe constraints of a complete lockdown to meet the compliance requirements for international operations and to finally execute the mission, entailing some prolonged periods away from family and home, Tulsi Mershendani declared. Well, it's nice to hear from this lady, this very literate, quite beautiful lady. I hope you'll see her picture in our issue. And we appreciate her sharing her thoughts with us and wishing her very best wishes for another 50 years. Dare we do that? Absolutely. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Flying Talkers podcast is made possible by ATC, One World, One Global Air Cargo General Service and Sales Agent, GSSA. ATC is your key to the air cargo market, both local and internationally. ATC is the best air cargo team in the business. radio that soon travelers could be tested for COVID-19 before boarding a flight and then after landing whilst traveling between New York City and London. The idea is to avoid that mandatory two-week confinement and it might encourage short-stay business and pleasure travel badly needed in the rather empty skies above the oceans. 
Florida's airports are doing rapid tests and the prospect of continued innovation and th- smart thinking will certainly be better than the punch in the nose our industry has taken from the ongoing pandemic. The aviation business is struggling, but it's also inventing, and that's a good sign. Take a look at all those boxes and all that coverage we got all over the world up on the main deck. As I always say, too bad they couldn't open up that door a little wider to put containers up. But you know what? That may be in the future. Maybe combis will be the next kind of airplane at once once and all over again. We can never take anything for granted, seems to be the message here. And also, it'll be great when this is over. It's a very political year in the United States. While some are continuing to call for total lockdown, others, most notably President Trump, are beating the drum trying to open things up. And this political season doesn't get any easier. With about three weeks left until the election here in the United States, the headline on October the 12th today in New York City, uh, in the Daily News, one of our three daily newspapers that are left here, is threatening riots in the streets if uh, Joe Biden isn't elected. So you can imagine the partisanship going on every day in your life. So sometimes it's with the pandemic and and the pressure of business and all the rest of it, it's good to think about getting back to life and, and, and the things we can do that are positive. How about a report from Hollywood? Okay, that's something we're very involved in. You know, our son, we talk about him all the time. Our oldest son, Jeffrey, is uh, is a television star now, movie star, starred in Madam Secretary. That's playing on Netflix all over the world. There's a hundred, over 125 episodes, I think, of that show. You can watch it sometime. And he, uh, he plays the press secretary for the uh, Secretary of State in that series, and it's a great, great, great procedural. Maybe you could watch it sometime. He also made a movie called Super Troopers when he was very young. His first break, it was a breakthrough role for him. Watch the first seven minutes. You can see that on YouTube. Super Troopers is very, very funny, and he actually went to the set wearing an Air Cargo News t-shirt under an overshirt, but you can see it when he's playing this scene, and he does a complete improv. And you know what, 20 some odd years later, he walks through an airport when he was flying and people will be talking to him or they'll see him on the street and quoting back some of the improv he did in that particular role. He's done lots of work. He studied at RADA in London. He uh, performed in Central Park and Mother Courage and her children, the Bertolt Brecht play in the Shakespeare Festival with uh, Meryl Streep. We have a family full of great kids. Uh, my daughter Flossie and her husband Anthony playing uh, Donald Trump on Comedy Central, working as, as writers, as creative writers, and uh, as actors. Uh, our son Ralph, who's a major producer at Now This News, uh, and our daughter Emily, who's a consummate sommelier. Um, all different, all varied, and yeah, I'm a very, very proud father. Okay, so. Hooray, hooray, because Hollywood is back in some form. Jeffrey, too, is back at work on the sets. He's now co-starring with Billy Bob Thornton. He's won the Academy Award for his movie Sling Blade. But they have a series called Goliath. And Goliath, which is a lawyer procedural, is on for its fourth and final season. It's viewed on Amazon. 
Well, they're working on it now, and I guess it'll be ready in the fall. But anyway, Jeffrey says everyone, even the actors, are wearing masks and face shields when they're not shooting. It's a very different kind of a thing making a movie or a television show now. Every rehearsal, he said, has us masked up until the cameras roll. And even then, people who are off camera are still in protective coverings. During our courtroom scenes, it's courtroom procedurals, I said the entire jury are in face shields and surgical masks for a couple of takes. Then he said proudly, this week I have a scene with Bruce Dern, and I'm excited about that. As I said, Jeffrey too, plays a lawyer in Goliath, and that series will be aired later this year, so stay tuned. I guess the point is, thinking about all the terrible loss we've endured in 2020, including what we've been missing, these cautious moves back to life are welcome. Whether it's on the ground, in the air, it's going on in Hollywood, do a little People magazine thing here, have a little fun. So put on your mask. There's more spirit to life. And this is Jeffrey Aaron saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, keep them flying. Air Cargo. Goodbye.